Amen. Today's scripture comes from Romans 13, verses 11 through 14, and it reads, Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than we be, when we became believers. The night is foregone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of God for the people of God. I really want to just give you the shortest sermon uh, in the church's history and just say, Jesus is our hope. Amen. <laughs> Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you so very much for all that you have been in our lives, for all that you are, and for all that we have yet to see. Lord, help us today because we need it. In Jesus' name, amen. That really would have worked, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. What we find is... Uh, in, in, this, in looking at hope, in this season especially, we, we look at a few different things. We look at the hope that they had of the coming Messiah uh, to, 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 to come and save the world. We, we know it as Christmas when we celebrate the birth of Christ, but we also look at the hope that we have today of the coming Messiah, <laughs> once again, to come and save the world. In the Old Testament, uh, the people uh, uh, of God uh, were waiting for this coming Messiah. And in Psalms 16, verses 9, it says, Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. In some versions it says, Rest in hope, for you do not give me up to Sheol, or let your faithful one see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. You see, they, they waited for the coming Messiah, but they realized that as they rest in the hope of the coming, there was peace. As they rest in the hope of the coming, there was joy. As they rest in the hope of the coming, uh, they, they could, could wait, but not with idle hands, but with hopeful anticipation. And while waiting, they knew that they had a charge, and that charge is found in our scripture today. Uh, let us lay aside the works of darkness, put on the armor of light, let us live honorably as in the day, not reveling in drunkenness, not in debauchery, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, uh, let us put on all the things that God has called us to put on. Let us walk this thing out the way that God has called us to walk it out. In, in those days, it was let us uh, walk according to the commandments. Let us walk according to the law. Let us worship. Let us give in thanksgiving. Let us sacrifice. Let us do the things that God has placed in our hands to do. And because while we wait, we know that our waiting is not in vain. They waited, but while they waited, they worshiped, they praised, they worked their gifts, they, they gave and received prophecies, they showed their faith to those that oppressed them, they, they, they tried uh, 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 their faith based on the storms that they were uh, forced to walk through, and when they came out on the other side, it was a testimony to all those that, 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 that saw, they put on the very 
without knowing, they put on the nature of Christ before they met Christ so that they could show, show Christ to the world before they ever really saw Christ born into the world. And they did so in faith with thanksgiving, knowing that their work was not in vain. And though Christ eventually came differently than they expected, he fulfilled every prophecy, he did every work, he, he did all that, that was promised that he would do. In that time, they did not serve to become the children of God, but rather they served in faith that they were the children of God. They pursued God by faith and endured the storms by faith that they may be whole and entire awaiting the bridegroom to come. On today, we also have a, a weight that is, 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 is calling us. We also have a weight that is required of us. And we also have a very real and risen Savior that will come again. Amen. Amen. And, but as we wait for our coming Messiah, we cannot wait with idle hands. We must wait with hopeful anticipation. While waiting, we must also wait and rest in the this, this security of God's hope and the security of God's peace and the security of God's joy. We must also put our hands to the plow and do all that God has called us to do. We must also worship. We must also praise. We must also work our gifts. And Jesus even told us that it is now also our, our charge to go you therefore make disciples, which was really what their charge was, but it wasn't articulated in such a way because our lives must be a testimony. In today's scripture, it says, put away all that, that crazy stuff and instead put on the Lord Jesus Christ. As you begin to look at this scripture and, and uncover what they're really saying there, it's almost as if they are asking you to put uh, almost like a, a play where you become that which, which you put on. And so what it's really saying is uh, put all that other stuff away and begin to walk in love. Put all that other stuff away and begin to seek after justice. Put all that other stuff away and be God's hands and, and God's feet. Put all that other stuff away and, and seek not your own will but but God's will put all that other stuff away and in the midst of your storm stand up and command the wind and the, the waves to cease because you know that God is in the boat with you put all that other stuff away and put on the Lord Jesus Christ in that you have peace in that you have joy in that you have a future in that you have provision it is when we put on the Lord Jesus Christ that we begin to walk out things differently than before. You see, when, when I, I truly begin to believe in God, when I truly saw Jesus as my Savior, and when I truly begin to believe that the Holy Spirit could ordain uh, my steps, there are certain places I didn't go anymore. There are certain things I just couldn't do anymore. There was a conviction that came over me when I even got close to the building because I knew that nothing godly would happen there. there. There is a change in your walk. There's a change in your talk because now the faith that has entered into your heart propels your footsteps in such a way that you are literally chasing after God every day. The scripture says that we are closer now 
than we were yesterday. In the sales world, it would say every no you get, it gets you closer to your yes. And in motivational speaking, it would say if you took one step, uh, whatever's on the other side, gets you, it, you are closer to it by the sure fact that you took the step. But quite honestly, the things that, that come against us sometimes affect our hope. The storms of life, uh, they begin to rage and hard times come and, and, and we begin to uh, uh, sometimes lose the hope that we have. But what I want you to understand is this. That if you can keep your hope in the coming Messiah, if you can keep your hope and the one that can change everything, if you can keep your hope in the one that is bigger than any issue and any problem, if you can keep your hope in the one that has already proven that everything that's said, every promise that will be made will be fulfilled. When he came to this world, he fulfilled over 300 prophecies. How in the world can you do that if you are not who you say you are? I, I tell you today that our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' love and righteousness. I tell you today that our hope is rooted in something strong, rooted in something great and rooted in something uh, and someone that will return. It is Jesus that is our hope. It is Jesus that is our rock. It is Jesus that is our everything. And when you come against those hard times in life, especially during this time of Christmas where, where the very thought of, of Jesus coming to this world should bring a smile to your face because now on this side we know what that means. In this time of Christmas when, when everybody wants you to rest, rest in the hustle and the bustle of, of what the world says, if we can cast off our flesh and focus on what is spiritual, we will understand that the gift of God's presence is our present. Amen. If we would, would understand that, that our hope is bigger and our faith in the God that is bigger should be the very fuel that drives us, we will be much better for it. Because I tell you this, hope is a powerful thing. Hope is something that, that will allow you to see an impossible situation, but, but hope something's on the other side and be, you be willing to walk through it because your hope, you just have to see it, what's on the other side of the storm because what I hope for is over there. It's, 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 it's my faith that causes me to walk through it in such a way that I know it's going to hurt. I know it's going to be uncomfortable. But, but God said this was on the other side. And because my hope is attached to the righteousness of God, I believe that not only will God get me through the storm, but he will get me on the other side and my hope will not be in vain. If we attach our faith to our actions, our hope will will be the power, the fuel, the very thing that drives us through. <laughs> and Finding Nemo, Dory says it this way. When life gets you down, what do you do? You just keep swimming. You just keep taking a step forward. There was a, 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 a lab test uh, many years ago, maybe not that many years ago, but a few years ago, where they literally dropped a rat in a, a, a tube of water and let him swim till exhaustion. And they noticed about 15 minutes they couldn't go anymore, so they would pull them out, let him rest for about five or 10 minutes, and put him back in the tube. Many would say that they probably swam another 10 minutes, right? Maybe another 15. They just got to total exhaustion, they pulled them out, they put them right back in. Uh, their muscles are probably tired, maybe 12 minutes. 
that those rats swam for 60 hours because they had a hope that before they got to complete exhaustion, they would be rescued. Hope is a powerful tool. And so my question to you is this. When the storms of life begin to rage in your life, what fuels you to keep going? Is it how you feel? Is it what you see? Or is it the hope that you know that God is more than able to rescue you? But even if not, there's still a reward that will be in place. Well, when, when, when the fiery furnace gets hot, can we say that like the three Hebrew boys? When, when we are cast into what seems to be a lion's den, can we stand on the faith that, that God is exactly who God said he would be and I'm not bowing to you and nobody else? When the world says you can't, but God says you can, who will you believe? I believe that the scripture tells us to cast off the flesh because the Lord already knew that the things around us had the ability to distract us. I believe that the scripture says to cast off the flesh because if we are governed by our emotions and not by the spirit, we would never live a life according to the will of God because we would always be seeking an easier way instead of the will of God for our lives. I believe that the spirit says to cast off the flesh uh, because God already had in his thought process that there was a testimony that our lives would produce and if we rested in how we felt in our flesh, we would never arrive at the place that we could be helpful to somebody else and I believe that God said to put on the uh, put on Christ Jesus because in him we have our godly example amen was was his life full of roses and daisies did 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 he avoid all trouble did he not have to pray did he not have to uh, fast did he did he not uh, encounter things that were so big that he said Lord if this cup could pass me let it pass, but alas, not my will, but thine be done. There is nothing that we will face. There is no thing that can come against us that Jesus has not already overcome. And if we can put our hope in the one that has already overcome, we become more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. It is the hope of God that should propel our very lives to live as Jesus has instructed and so I say this, our living is not to be saved, but because we are. Because in that hope, in that faith of, of who God and Jesus is, in that hope and that faith that we accepted when we said that we love Christ and please come into our lives, it, it requires us to walk a, a line, a path that is ordained by the Spirit of God that, that drags the works that are necessary along with it. We, we, we can't walk, wake up every day and take advantage of who God is and do whatever we want in the flesh and still say that we believe in the God of our salvation because we are saved by God's grace, because we are saved by his blood. Our actions, our, our words are that of a person who put on Christ Jesus. People of God today is easy. I really could have stopped that Jesus is our hope. And that's because Jesus is 
our hope. So as we wait for the coming Messiah, let us work in the hope that Jesus gives. Amen? Let us stand steadfast, even in the midst of the storm, enduring persecution that we may be whole and entire just as Jesus did. Amen? Let us not wait with idle hands, but let us be busy doing the work that Christ himself has ordained us to do. Amen. Not to be, but because we are. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.